What is up, guys? Leaders lead, winners win, episode six. I don't know why the hell I got this little country accent, but I do love it so much. Here we talk about leadership. We talk about sales. I'm going to stop doing that. I apologize. My bad. Um, talk about leadership. We talk about sales. We talk about how to be as charismatic as I am. Um, no, we don't do that. That's secret sauce. <laughs> Too much sauce. Uh, but we do talk about leadership. We do talk about winning. We talk about sales. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about this magic buzzword in leadership, which is called culture. I'm going to give you a 10,000 foot view of what I think culture is. And I'm going to give you some examples. This might be one, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if you're on the, po- you're on the uh, treadmill, listening to the pod, maybe you're, you're at home, YouTube, drinking a bunch of beers and it's two in the morning, you're watching me, which is kind of weird. That's okay. I like it. But if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. This might be one where you bust out a notepad and write some things down because I might drop some knowledge bombs on you, um, drop some mics on you that um, you might really benefit from in the future. And, and more importantly, and probably most importantly, your people will benefit. So if, again, you're a friend of the show, you're a friend of mine, share it. I'd appreciate it. Uh, just hit the share button after you watch it, download it, you know, Whatever you got to do, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. If you're hanging out at a bar, maybe this comes up in conversation about leadership or maybe you're at a leadership retreat. Bring this up to your friends. It's okay to give them your playbook and win, even if listening to this podcast is a part of your playbook. Give it to them. Share it. 10,000 foot view of the most important thing or buzzword or description of how to have the best of the best of the best, not only work for your organization, but stay at your organization. And I'm talking about that little thing called culture, the C word, not the four letter C word that, you know, all the Australians use all the time. I'm talking about culture. Okay. Culture. And one thing I'll tell you that culture is not. And I think that this this um, world we live in right now, this broken, delusional world of employment. I'll tell you what culture is not in this delusional world of employment and sales. It's not free fucking snacks and soda pop and t-shirts, even though the swag's pretty dope, right? Like that's not what the culture is all about. It's not about a stupid fucking pizza party. It's not about seeing Laura. Hey, Laura, it's your birthday? Wow. Well, I should go get a cake and we should sing to you. Like all of those things should happen naturally, but that's not what you hang your hat on with culture. It really isn't. Culture to me is, is really two things, and I mean this wholeheartedly. Culture is number one. Demanding excellence of your people, yourself, your clients, and everybody around you. Having standards so high that people get nervous to even be on your team. Saying things like, you're going to make so much money and have so much success on my team that you are going to wonder why it hasn't happened just yet and you haven't came over to my, my team just yet. I might be hard to work with but and have such high standards and demand so much excellence of you, but you're going to be better for it. And your family's going to be more well off financially for it because I'm going to hold you to those standards. Culture is about demanding excellence of your people and holding high standards. The second thing, the second thing 
is having philosophy to live by. Six, 10 different things that your company, your sales team, and if you hadn't noticed, if you are working for an organization, you are the CEO of your sales team, your sales region, your sales whatever. You're the CEO. You're responsible for hiring, firing, marketing, uh, HR, all of the above. So why not, if you're the CEO, maybe you really are, maybe you're just a sales leader, listening in. If you're the CEO, why not have company philosophy standards and things to live by? Why not be aligned with how people think? Decisions get made faster with more accuracy. They're better for the client. These are all great, great things. Philosophy, philosophy, philosophy and standards that you need to live by. And I'm going to give you some examples. So for example, you might be thinking, Cody, what are you talking about like high standards demanding excellence? So in my opinion, in my humble opinion, there's two different parts to standards. So this is where you probably grab a, a notepad. There is the technical side of standards, which is how it's basically the, the operational or operation standard of your team or of your company. And then there is the sales standard of your team or of your company. So let's start with the operation side or the operational side or the technology side. What do I mean by that? Well, let me give you an example. A sales or I'm sorry, a operational technical standard on my team or in my company is we start at 8 a.m. and we leave when the job is fucking finished, not seven. Okay? We are not pikers. We don't we don't clock out because it's seven. That's not how it works. You can clock out at three if you get the damn job done the right way the first time and you're on pace. Have a good day, right? But the, the, the point is the standard, the operational standard is you clock in at a certain time and you leave when the job is done. Uh, you leave your workspace better than you found it every day. That's a standard operational technical standard that my company or, or that my sales teams have lived by. You're not some rat with your little gum wrappers. And look, I've seen sales floors. You're not a little rat. You don't have a lot of shit laying all over the place. There's desks, there's coffee rings on your desk. And if you're at home, take care of your workspace. Like it's okay to do so. Sometimes let's say, hey, let's FaceTime real quick. It's not even to FaceTime and see their face, see their workspace. I might say something about it. Standards is how you show up. It's how you are dressed. And I think we've been in this remote world for so long, people forgot how to wear fucking jeans. And how to wear pants. And look, I appreciate wearing basketball shorts like the next guy or being butt-ass naked on a sales phone call. You know what I mean? I mean, bottom half gone, just having a T-shirt on or like a little collared shirt. I'm kidding. I've never done that. My point is we've been at home for so long. We've been indoctrinated to not get dressed up. And fellas that are single, just an FYI, chicks dig when you wear jeans, shoes, and you look good, by the way. Not Birkenstocks, you know, back, basketball shorts, a shitty-ass tee with you know, that's two weeks old that you haven't washed. Like get dressed. You deserve to look better and the whole world deserves to see you look better. Operational standards, when you show up, how you show up, right? How you leave things, um, how you present yourself when you're not at the organization. Those things matter. Standards matter. Let's talk about sales standards. That's operational. Let's talk about sales standards. In sales, 
if you own a sales organization, you probably have training material. You probably have conversion metrics and key performance indicators that you're trying to hit because you're trying to get the most ROI out of the leads that you're purchasing. I'm in this world now, and I understand this more than ever, how important conversion is. On my team, we had six or seven different sales standards, things that I asked my bankers to do, not because of ego or because I've asked, I'm asking them to do this sort of thing, but simply because I've met up with, uh, one just walked in the room, Chris Boats, hey buddy, hey, how are you? Um, because I've hooked up with folks like him that's a great salesperson, we created sales scripting and sales flows that works. So I ask in the sales standard process, I ask that my folks leverage and run those plays, not because I want the credit for it, but because they work. So things like running a two or a three phone call, things like making an unbelievable first impression because first impressions are everything. Things like closing the damn loan and asking for the business were important. You want your uh, salespeople as sales leaders to sound just like you. If you're good, you should be or try to be the best damn salesperson with inside of the organization as a sales leader, as a CEO. If you're not, you got work to do, right? It's also humbly okay if somebody that has a lot of talent comes in and obviously is better than you, but you obviously model and modify and you can learn from everybody and that person should know that as well. So again, technical operational side and then the sales side of things. You have to have standards on your team or with inside of your organization to make sure that things are being said on the phone the right way, which helps obviously clients, or obviously your business is running from an operational standpoint at peak performance. So those would be standards. And I'm going to go into standards a little deeper and I'm going to go into culture a little bit deeper and I'm going to go into philosophy a little bit deeper on maybe another pod or another episode of Leaders Lead, Winners Win, but I did want to share that with you. Lastly, I'd like to talk a little bit about philosophy. It's very easy to run an organization or a sales team in general when everybody's thinking the same way. Now, it's important to have nuance to that. It's important for people to think differently, challenge each other, so on and so forth. I'm not saying that's not important, but when you're running a sales team or a sales organization, it's highly important that people think the same way so they can get the job done in a in an efficient manner. It's very important that we do so. And obviously the client benefits. So I challenge you to sit down and really think about six, seven, eight, ten 10 things that you truly love, that you stand for a set of ideals, things that matter to you as an individual matter to the company, maybe that you work for and write those things down and then literally take your phone and say it's integrity Put integrity into a thesaurus and type in synonym and find out what word you think makes the most sense. And then write those six to 10 things that you stand for, those six or seven or 10 words that you stand for, that you want your team or your company to stand for, and make those your philosophies. Again, remember, culture is setting high standards, demanding excellence of yourself, and having philosophy to live by, right? So for example, at Kinfolk, shameless plug. 
there's seven things that we stand for. I'll give you an, uh, an overview. It's very easy. It's very simple for me to kind of rattle off the top of my head. Chris knows this. Robbie knows this. I got this from Andy Frasilli. He's the fucking man, 100 to zero. That literally means no matter how many points you put on the scoreboard, no matter how damn good you are, no matter how much money you've made so far in that year, you keep putting points on the scoreboard, no matter fucking what. It also means, and this is just a side note because I don't work for anybody else now, put your fucking foot on their throat. When you're up, Keep scoring. Keep whooping everybody's ass. That's really what it means. And that meant a lot, obviously, with inside of our culture. But now I'm not with that organization. I can say whatever the hell I want. I'm going to say that out loud. It meant put your foot on their throats and stomp them into the ground. If you're up by 30, be up by 100. 100 to zero type mentality. Number two, zero compromise. The little things matter. Having integrity matters. Making sure you're doing the right thing matters. Care consistency, authenticity, relationships, empathy, care about your people, care about your clients, you'll win 100% of the time. Do better, be better. If you are in a position where you think you are the best, you will fucking fail. It is super important for you to continue to have a mindset that is always on the offensive when it comes to personal development and getting better. You're like a tree, you're the growing or you're dying. You probably heard me say that before. Last two. 168. There's 168 hours in the, in the week, seven days. It's a fact. Everybody has them. You're going to work for probably 50, depending on who you are in sales, probably maybe 60. I don't know, boys, what do you think? And then you're going to sleep for seven, eight hours a day. Some people like Chris only sleep two hours a day. Um, he's psycho. You know, he does push-ups in his, in his bathtubs. And I don't know. I just making some shit up, but Look, seriously, in all seriousness, you're probably going to sleep for 50 hours a week. You're probably going to work 50 hours a week. So you're going to have, out of 168, do the, do the math, 68-ish, 60-ish hours a week to do with you what you want. Time matters to people. It's important for your people that you lead to go spend time with their family. However, you're going to work and you're going to sleep, Okay. The quality of life that that individual has is within the 68 hours or 60 hours it's allotted that you're not working or sleeping. If you sit on your fucking ass and you watch Netflix and you order Postmates for most of that time or you're not present with your people, you feel this thing called burnout. I'm burnt out. I'm working too much. No, you're fucking not. You're working 50 hours. You're sleeping 50 hours. Your fat ass is just not doing anything with the other 68. It's important for the company and for my company or my salespeople to understand how important that 68 hours is or 60 hours or whatever the case is, be planned with that time. Went off on a little tangent there, kind of aggressive. That's okay. That's why we're here. Last but not least, family first. Probably the coolest t-shirt we had. Yeah. Olive green with tan. Sweet. I don't have it anymore, but it said FF on the back, family first. And uh, there's two things that that means. One, it means that your family comes first. If you have something come up, it's okay. Like do it. It's that's a part of life. Work is part of life. Family is part of life, but your family means the most important. It should be the most important thing to you. So go do that thing. Just have open communication. Last thing I'll say with this, if you're a salesperson, listen to this and you work for somebody, just have open communication with the person. The person is probably going to say yes, but you make up this thing in your mind that the person's going to say no, because you want to go watch Johnny's uh, soccer practice or whatever the case is. So then you never ask. So then you build resentment towards that person, but you haven't even communicated with the person that leads you. So please ask because the answer is probably yes, or there's some sort of compromise. Stop being a pussy. 
The other side of that too is your team in general should also be like a family. You should spend a lot of time with them. You should do uh, family or team outings. You should go to dinner. You should do all these things because it matters. Having that close relationship with your team and a support system or a community that you can lean on really matters in sales. So those are our seven at Kinfolk Home Loans. And those are things that I've stood for for a long time. Maybe just rebranded just a little bit. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you listening. I wanted to talk about culture in a 10,000 foot view in 15 to 20 minutes. But remember, it is not pizza parties, cool hats, high fives and singing fucking Karen birthday or happy birthday in, in the thing and having free snacks. Okay. You don't need the snacks anyways. Look at me. I'm a product of free snacks. Okay. <laughs> I don't do it. It's about having high standards, demanding excellence to yourself and having philosophies that everybody can live by and that you actually talk about because that's important too. So if you like this show, share it. I'd appreciate you. If not, piss off. That's all I got. Bye.